Hey, what is up, everyone? This is Coach Chris Knighton, and I'm recording another live episode of the Knighton Runs podcast down in Florida today. I've actually never been to Florida before, but I'm down here all week actually for an entrepreneurship conference. I'm a member of a group called Total Life Freedom, which is an online community of entrepreneurs who are trying to build a business on their own, which provides uh, time flexibility in their lives, location flexibility, uh, and ultimately financial flexibility as well. It's been a really helpful group in, in shaping how I grow night and runs. And I learned a lot here this week that I think is really going to help build the night and runs community and improve what I do for everyone. I have a ton of great ideas and one of the exercises we went through during the conference to th this week, I'm going to share during this podcast for all the runners listening out here. I think it's going to be really helpful to kind of grade how you're at in different categories of, of running, which all come together to make you a better runner. As a runner, there's, there's many different skill sets that you have and you don't just want to be good at one thing. You want to be good at a lot of things to become a well-rounded runner. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But before we get started, just want to say, if you haven't downloaded a copy of my book yet, Run Faster Marathons, The Proven Path to PR, go to nightandruns.com. I'm going to have a link in the show notes of the podcast version of this. You can download a free ebook copy of the book. If you'd like to get it on Amazon, it's available there in paperback as well, but you can get the free copy on my website, nightandruns.com. So check that out if you haven't gotten it already. And... Let's get into the show. So with this new format, I really like to kick it off by kind of highlighting some wins of the week within the Night and Runs community, our team, the Night and Lions, in the past week. And right now, we're in the heart of marathon season, and we had six awesome performances last week on the team. Up here in the north, I'm actually down in Florida this week, but in the north where I normally am, last weekend was kind of a tough one for marathon running. We had athletes run in the New York City Marathon as well as the Indianapolis Monumental Marathon, and both faced really tough conditions. Indy was rainy the whole time, and New York City was really hot. Uh, everyone suffered in that race due to the weather. But we had two athletes, two Kellys on the Lions who put in really gutsy performances and were able to finish that race. And I'm proud of both of them. When you train for three, four, five, or even six months for a marathon, you only get one shot on it and you can only control so much. You absolutely can't control the weather. But one thing you can control is your approach and mindset to how you run the race. So adapt to the conditions that are given to you and do your best. Sometimes performance goals need to change because of factors that are outside your control. But if you're okay with that, if you allow it to happen and you run the best you can on the day, you can have a great performance. And I'm really proud of both the Kellys on the team for doing that last week at Indy in New York City. In Boston, we had two athletes run in the Cambridge Half Marathon. Uh, funny story, this was actually one of the first 
events that we ever supported as a team. My wife and I used to live right by the Harvard University Stadium, which the course runs through, or at least it did a couple of years ago when it first happened. And we went out there and provided fan support for some of our first athletes who were ever racing in the night run singlets uh, back in 2019. And this past weekend, we had Bryce and Dennis from the team run the race. They also had a pretty hot day. Normally, in November, you'd expect 40s, maybe maybe 50s, but it was well into the 60s for this race. Tough, tough day. But I'm so proud of Bryce. His goal going into this race was to try to break two in the half marathon for the first time. And he... Knew he was a little undertrained going into this, but it was a big motivating goal for him. He came within one second of breaking this goal. He ran two hours and one minute on a hot day. It was a huge PR. Um, I believe about five minutes off his personal best, and I'm super impressed by that. On a cooler day, he absolutely would have broken two. And in my mind, he ran a sub-team performance. So great job, Bryce. And Dennis, you ran a really gutsy race, strong, fast pace until mile 10. You put it all out there. And then, you know, sometimes when you're riding the line like that, the last few miles are tough, but you still finished with a really good, respectable time. And lastly, just some highlights from last week. Uh, Helen and Caroline, two sisters on the on the team, on the Night Lions, both ran uh, down in the Washington, D.C. area, 5K. This was great to see. It was Helen's first race in months after overcoming some injury, and it's always awesome to get together with friends and family and run together, especially when it's your first race that you've done in months. So huge accomplishment, and I'm really excited for what's next for you both. Looking ahead, this is actually kind of a quiet weekend for the night and runs team. We're doing a few races in the Boston area. We've got two athletes actually running a Spartan 5k, kind of mixing it up a bit, throwing some obstacles into their race. Uh, and we have one athlete who might be doing the BAA half marathon, but other than that, kind of a quiet weekend. Looking ahead though, we do have the Philadelphia marathon coming up and we've got a few athletes running in that. So Philly often caps the marathon season for our team. This will be one of the big races that several of our athletes have been working towards all fall and all summer. So looking forward to that. Fingers crossed you get good weather. And whether you've run your big fall race or not yet, I hope you did well. And I hope you will do well. (laughs) And you're going to be able to build all the, take all the accomplishments that you built this season into the winter and into the spring. When I started this recording, I said I was at a uh, entrepreneurship conference this week down here in Florida. One of the exercises we talked about was developing a skill set which spans many different categories. We want to be able to reach our listeners and our audience and our community in many different ways because not everyone learns the same way. Not everyone consumes content the same way, right? So we talked about how can we be better at social media, emails, video, audio, um, blogging, right? Um, you don't want to be all in on one of those. You want to, you want a diversity of them. 
Uh, and oftentimes your content could be repurposed in different ways to help different types of people in different ways. It's one of the reasons why I do this podcast. There's people who um, don't read my blog, don't read my book, but they will listen to my podcast. So if I can help them with this, then I want to be able to do that. I loved this concept. I went through all these things and gave myself a grade. There's some things I know I'm an A at. There's some things I think I'm a D at. And there's some things I haven't even started yet. But let's apply this to running. I think that there's five secrets to running faster that if you embrace these things, you're going to improve a ton. And the five things that I've identified here are your motivation, your training, the structure of that, your consistency, the camaraderie around you in your running, and the support you get directly for your running. So how would you grade those five things, A to F, as they apply to your own running? So your motivation, are you highly motivated? Would you give yourself an A? Are you kind of motivated, maybe a B? Or do you suck at it? You, you really don't want to do it. Maybe you're a D. How can you move that up one letter grade? What would you need to do to move it up one letter grade? Same thing with your training. You know, are you just following random crap you find online? You know, one day you do this workout because you saw it online, next day you do this other thing? Or do you have a clear direction of where you're going and do you understand why you're doing everything you're doing? Where do you fall on that grade range? How can you move it up one letter? Your consistency. You don't have to run every day of the week. I don't actually recommend it. But do you run when you're supposed to run? How often do you do that? How often do you move things around? How often do you come up with an excuse to get out of the run that you're supposed to do? I have some athletes who I never have to change their training. I just put it in there and they do it 100% of the time. I also have athletes who I am constantly changing their training because of one reason or another. They need to move it around. Consistency is super important. Where do you fall on that spectrum? And can you move it up one letter? What would you need to do? Let's talk about camaraderie. Teamwork, having peers who support you is huge. Running is only a solo sport if you let it be. I think that we can draw tremendous power from running with others, through getting support from peers, other teammates online or in person. When I ran the Boston Marathon this April, I actually ran with Sammy Jouet on the Lions um, and our friend Tim for the first 20 miles. And I've never felt teamwork like that in a race before. It was so helpful. So where are you on a regular basis when it comes to camaraderie and teamwork? How can you move that up one letter grade? And lastly is support. And here I'm talking about who supports you directly with your running. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's a significant other. Maybe it's a best friend. There's so much power in coaching relationship, 
and being supported in what you do. And, and this and this is different than a peer relationship and a teamwork relationship because your your teammates are always going to say, you know, hey, great job. You know, you're doing great. We're on the same level. We're kind of working together to get better. But a coach or maybe a significant other doesn't run, they can look at you in a completely different light. They're not emotionally attached in the same way maybe as a teammate is. They want what's best for you and sometimes are willing to give you tough love, uh, but also sometimes willing to pick you up when you need it. And putting let's just talk about the coaching relationship, right? Putting faith into that program that someone's put together for you is so powerful because then you don't need to worry about whether you're doing the right thing anymore. You can just do it. And when you have questions, you have a clear person to go to. So how does support for your running from a leader fit into your overall running package? How can you move that up one letter grade? If you're not there where you want to be just yet. So those are the five secrets I think to running faster. If you embody all of these motivation, smart training, consistency, camaraderie, support, you're going to become a much better runner. I don't expect everyone to be A's in all of these things. And your letter grade is going to fluctuate over time as your career as a runner goes on. But how can you work to make all these things a little bit better? Or maybe there's one that's very low. Maybe it's a D. <laughs> maybe your consistency is a D. Maybe the support you have for your running is a D. How can you move that closer to an A? How can you move it up to a C or a B? What do you need to do? I encourage you all to write these five things down and give yourself a grade. And then think about one thing that you can improve in this week ahead and give yourself a clear way you're going to improve that. And let me know what you come up with. I'm curious to hear. The question I got this week um, from Elizabeth was directed towards me, actually. It was, how have you managed to stay healthy as a runner, not get injured, having been a runner for years and years and years. She knows that getting hurt or running, developing a running injury is actually one of the most common reasons why people stop running. And this is so true. This is on the forefront of my mind all the time when I'm working with my athletes and also when I'm training. And I think that to stay healthy and not get hurt as a runner, this needs to be your top priority 90% of the time at least. There's going to be times where you're going to want to push hard. But the vast majority of the time, you're going to want to be conservative in your training. And I think most people get this wrong. Most people who start running don't really know what they're doing. They go about it the wrong way. They run too frequently, too hard. They don't give themselves enough rest. They're not patient enough with what they're doing. And they push through things that really they shouldn't push through. 
if you want to stay healthy as a runner, you need to have injury prevention at the top of your mind at almost all times. If you're a couple weeks out from a big race, yeah, maybe you want to push a little bit harder than you normally would on workouts. You're taking a little bit of a risk there. But that needs to be a calculated risk. Running is a super safe sport, super fun sport, and a sport that you can do for decades if you stay healthy. The key is to not rush. It's to be patient. It's to not get caught up in comparison of, I want to be like this person. I'm going to try to get there as fast as I can. Because the fallacy with that is, doesn't matter whether you're a six-hour marathoner or a four-hour or a three-hour or a sub-three. There's always going to be people who want to be like you. And there's always going to be people you want to be like until you're the very best in the world. And even when you're the very best in the world, you still want to be better. So just be happy with where you're at now. Know that running is a process. Be patient with it. Don't be afraid to take time off. Rest if you need rest. And get on a smart training plan. Work with a coach or a team who knows what they're doing, especially if you're a new runner. I can say from experience having worked with hundreds of runners and exposure to what people are doing online, on social media, the vast majority of people have no idea what they're doing, unfortunately, when it comes to learning to run. And I think that's why you see most people develop injuries, unfortunately. It's because they don't know what they're doing and they're too impatient. But those things, having injury prevention on the top of your mind, I think that's, that's one of the reasons why I've been able to stay injury-free for my full running career. All right, everyone, coming up on the 20-minute mark here, and I think this has been some good discussion. Before we go, I just want to, again, plug my free book, Run Faster Marathons, The Proven Path to PR. If you haven't downloaded it yet, go to nightandruns.com. It'll be a pop-up. You can put in your email, and I'll send it to you. Uh, or you can click the button there that says free book download to get it. And if you like what we're doing here on the Night and Runs team, the Night and Lions, and are interested in joining us, I do have a few spots open for coaching that I'm looking to fill over the winter months. You know, all serious runners know that your success in the spring, the foundation for that is built now. So if you want to make 2023 your year, reach out to me. Just go to nightandruns.com slash coaching or look me up on Instagram at nightandruns and send me a DM. I'd be happy to talk with you about your running goals, what you need to do to make 2023 your best year of running yet. All right, guys, girls, hope everyone's doing well. Have a nice weekend. And until then, until I see you next, happy running. We'll talk soon.
Bye.